people, welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. Y'all, I had no idea. It had been eight days since I posted an episode. I said, wait a minute now. I am still trying to be a podcaster. Let me do an episode. I hope that each and every one of you are well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, especially those who have been listening on a regular basis. I really appreciate you. It's encouraging. Um, And I want to just, I can't say thank you enough. So uh, what led me to do this one, I was just thinking about God working some things out within me. And I wanted to share the life lesson I learned with you. It's not anything new. It's not a novel idea. I know you've probably heard this before, but I I think I want to title this episode, Ask for Help, Ask for Help. So every now and then, and I don't know what triggers this, I may have like some flashbacks of stuff from the past that's negative. Um, Those are not the only flashbacks I have. I have a lot of good flashbacks and so thankful for that. But sometimes I'll have the memory of something that happened that was very unpleasant and if, I do, if I'm not careful, what will happen is I'll press that play button. We always talk about this, that every single thing begins with a thought. All, all things, what you say, what you do, how you feel, it first starts with a thought. And to give a metaphor for how our brain works, I like to use a television screen we determine what plays out on the television screen. When I turn on my TV, it's off right now, it's been off all day, but if I were to turn it on, I would determine if I'm gonna watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever. So your thoughts are like that. You can choose what thoughts are going to play out. You know, thoughts may pop up and you may not have control over that. I don't know why certain thoughts arbitrarily pop up in our heads, but the ones that are going to be played out, you determine. Because you can say, stop, I'm not going to think about this today, I'm not going to ruin a good day, or you can say, yes, I'm going to think about this good memory, I'm going to reminisce, I'm going to celebrate that good thing that happened, but the thing you need to know is that the power is in your hands. And I, I try to say this on every episode, not to just be redundant, but I want to reemphasize it and reiterate it for people who might not have ever heard that. Like if you don't want to think about a bad memory, you don't have to. The thought may pop up in your mind, but then you, your conscious mind can say, no, I'm not thinking about that today. I'm not going back on that memory and going back to that situation or that person or whatever. You can also look back though only as a way to see how far you've come and that's another way to look back or you can fast forward and you can have dreams and you can visualize about the dreams that you have in the future sometimes i will practice that i will think about something that i want to do what i specifically where i want to travel and i might imagine myself in that place abroad or imagine my house being fixed or whatever the case may be and I call that the fast forward button but it's just like a remote control you can either press play you can press stop you can press rewind or you can press 
fast forward and your thoughts are like that. And you have to have that mindfulness and awareness that the power is in your hand and be intentional about not letting certain negative thoughts play out in your mind. So I had a bad thought, just just a bad flashback. And I kind of let myself for a minute replay some things and I had to catch myself. But one of the things that I was reminded of is that we can ask God to help us heal our memories and help us to let go of certain things. We just have to ask God for help. Sometimes on our own, we can't let go of the feeling that comes with knowing that someone intentionally mistreated you or maliciously did something to you. We all make mistakes. Every single human being on the planet makes mistakes. And we're imperfect. We say things we maybe shouldn't say. We do things we shouldn't do. We even think things we that our thoughts, we should not let those thoughts play out. But sometimes there are people, and you know this, they're on this earth and they are intentionally and maliciously trying to hurt you or they have hurt you. And they had absolutely no regard for your feelings as a human being. And to know that, and when you finally come to that realization and you know that, it can be a very painful thing. And that awareness can sort of have a shock on you because I really believe that when you're in a relationship and it's not healthy, it's like having a sheet of paper on your nose. You can't really see everything clearly until you get away. And I could do a whole podcast on that about how people oftentimes don't break bonds because they never give themselves enough time to get out of the relationship so they can see things from a distance when you're up close you know I heard this expression love is blind and maybe it is or maybe your emotions can blind you because you're so close and so engrossed in the emotion but when you step back and you start using your thoughts and think about things and logically work through things intellectually or critically then you, your emotions can change because you start to say, okay, I don't need to be in this situation because A plus B is going to equal to C. And if I don't want C to happen, what I need to do is remove myself um, from the situation and no hard feelings. But sometimes, again, I want to go over this because I know there are people that struggle with this. You have a bad, you know, I was trying to think about what triggered it, but I think it was the fact that a student came to me and she shared some things with me and I, my heart just grieved because she's so young and she's dealing with this particular thing and it's not anything new but it's just the fact that she's already kind of gotten herself in a bad situation so I thought about as she as I was driving home and I was thinking about what she was saying and I, I just prayed that God had told me the right words and I got the words right because sometimes when students come to you, you don't know what they're going to say. And I just, and I always want to lead them back to God or supernatural power or be, you know, get them to think through things themselves rather than I've sort of changed than give, giving certain advice. I'm now more of a coach where I start asking critical thinking skills and getting them to think for themselves. Um, but anyway, her story just 
had me, it just triggered me. And I was just, you know, in a not a good place for a while, for a very short time. And then I just, I said, God, I started talking to God. And I said, God, help me. God, I, I want to release this. I don't want to replay this memory again in my mind over and over again. And, and I've talked about this before. It's not really so much about the person at a certain point and what somebody else did and what somebody else said. It's really about the fact that I allowed myself to be in a position to be used and abused and, and, and all those kind of things. And so I, I kind of went through that. But I'm going to tell you something. When I started praying and I asked God to help me release this, I thought I had released it and maybe I have to, you know, maybe every now and then you got to go back and release. Um, but I thought I had asked, you know, I asked God to release and immediately I could just feel like it's, it's really like something just sort of melted away because I've said this before and I'll say it again. Peace is the greatest blessing from God. I don't care when anybody, people have health and they don't have peace. They can have money and they don't have peace. They can have love and they don't have peace. They can have so many things you have to have peace and peace only comes when you have fellowship direct and personal intimate fellowship with the most high god and i ask god to help me to release i don't because what happens when you harbor negative emotions if it's anger if it's resentment if it's jealousy if it's sadness, whatever the negative emotions you're holding on to and you don't release them, what happens is they begin to affect you in a negative way. There is a connection, a psychosomatic connection with how we're feeling and what we're thinking in our bodies. And that's why it's so critical that you learn how to release and let it go. It is not worth it because if you hang on to the resentment that someone cheated on you or lied on you or tried to use you or whatever the case may be, all it's going to do is hurt you because more than likely that person has gone on with his or her life and they're not thinking about you and they're doing whatever they, unfortunately, they're probably doing what they did to you to somebody else. And, you know, and, and you don't want to get all entangled in that emotion again and reliving that experience and then having to relive the emotions, the negative emotions that you had because it's hurting you. So I just wanted to stop by. I didn't realize, like I said, it was eight days since I had done an episode. That is entirely too long. I need to work on that. Um, But you have to ask God to help you. You just have to say, Heavenly Father, help me to let go of this person or this issue because I know it's not in your will to be an emotional bondage. I know you want me to have peace. I know you want me to be free, to love, to enjoy life. And I will not allow this person to have negative power over my life because of what they did or what I allowed them to do. And Lord, I pray that you will help me. Let your Holy Spirit reign on me and heal me in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You have to pray that. You really have to pray that prayer sometimes, and you have to revisit things. And I'm telling you, 
But again, press that stop button. When that person, you know, you're going to have triggers because you might see the person's name. You might see an image. Somebody might bring it up. You know, you, you have to make sure that you go to God and ask God to help you to heal your broken heart or to heal those thoughts of the past that were negative or to heal you from the resentment, the anger, the jealousy, the disappointment, all of those things. There was, um, I was on YouTube today getting ready to get my morning devotional and I don't know why this popped up, but probably because I watch crime shows, you know, these little people put together these podcasts and their subject is crime shows and there was a Somebody had done a little um, episode on something that happened here in Atlanta in 2019. And it was this um, strange death of a woman and her two children. Cobb County Police, um, they concluded that the mother had killed her son and her daughter and then had shot herself. Now, of course, you know, the street committee has, you know, some other ideas that maybe it was a hit and there were some other there was some foul play involved but if you're going by what Cobb County Police said the woman who was in her late 50s killed her children she murdered her adult children who were living they all were living together in the house I won't say her name and she shot the son she shot the daughter she shot the, shot the son like five times and she shot the daughter uh, three times two times in the arm and one time in the chest And then apparently she shot herself in the chest and she died. And she had been married um, to someone, prominent doctor, surgeon in Atlanta. And she did a post online talking about how much she appreciated her children so that people start saying, well, maybe that post was giving a hint of something no one knows. But then, um, and they showed several pictures of her. Now, her family and friends thought that she was happy. But now, I'm going to be honest, when I looked at the pictures, even though she was smiling, she didn't seem happy to me. This just my spiritual discernment that I saw. I didn't really see a happy woman. And what I wondered about, if she did do that, if she did kill her children and then kill herself, what was the motivation? And I'm willing to bet that she had not released whatever feeling she had bad, good, and different about her marriage and divorce. I bet you if she did this and it wasn't what the street committee is saying, it was some kind of hit, she had a lot of pain and unresolved issues with this marriage because she had been married to one man. They had the two children. She seemed to be, her life sort of, you know, she had her own thing going on and her life was very much um, connected with the children um, and but he had probably gone on with his life or whatever but I'm telling you that no one believed that she could do this but if you don't let go of negative emotions it's very possible to do something that is evil just to, just to say it that way And if she did it, why did she do it? Did she do it to try to hurt her ex-husband? No, I'm not. Because what happened was the ex-husband had had called for a welfare check because he was expecting 
his son, he and his son were communicating and he didn't hear from his son. And so when that welfare check came, that's when they found the bodies. Was she trying to hurt, you know, him, the ex-husband, because she had not let go of a lot of things. Maybe she didn't want the divorce and he did. Maybe there, you know, maybe there's so many things I'm speculating. But the bottom line is, I know that if you don't release negative emotions, they can end up causing people to hurt themselves and others. When it's not worth it, you have to let it go. She could have, and I, my heart grieved because she could have lived her life. The children would have been living. Yes, you have moments when the pain is, it comes back and it seems cru- uh, crushing. You know, you, you have flashbacks. You feel like, you know, somebody used you and then just sort of treated you like an object. Like, I'm just going to get rid of you. You know, I don't know, but I, I'm willing to bet willing to bet really speculate that it had something to do with her ex-husband and that that was her response and I'm I'm here to tell you you gotta ask God you gotta ask God to help you release you you gotta ask him to help you get rid of those toxic emotions that's the enemy who wants you to be so engrossed and here's the thing if God got you through it and you're still here, and you're still sane, and you're still healthy, then all you can do now is use those life lessons to empower somebody else, to encourage somebody else. And this is hard, but we release people and let God handle it. So you let go, and if a person is wrong, and they have done evil, and it's intentional, and it's malicious, you just have to put that person in the hands of the Most High God. God can choose to be merciful to that person or God can choose to deal with that person and they have to feel what they did to you. I don't, you know, we don't worry about it anymore. We just release it. Now, I'm going to be honest, when I feel like a person has that dark side and they are maliciously and intentionally trying to hurt somebody else, I do have a special prayer for them. I do. That they are not able to keep hurting people. You know, that God would just empower them and disable them from being able to be deceptive and to hurt others but how God does that is on him I'm not trying to tell God how to do it but I'm saying God you know stop this person from doing it because it is so painful and I just wonder but this lady parent going to the police killed her beautiful children successful children both of them had finished college Everybody, the woman and her two children, were doing well. They seemed to be success stories. You know, they seemed to be healthy. Everything seemed to be going right. But that enemy against you. You start having memories and you start thinking about, okay, I was used or I took this and I took that. And then they tossed me to the curb like I was nothing. You know, you let yourself go there and take you to a very dark place. But I'm going to tell you something. This is what I know. This is not what I'm, what I think. God would do a better job of handling people than you could ever imagine or think. You just have to let go, let go of them and all the negative emotions that are attached to them and let God deal with them. And you don't glorify in his dealing because he is going to deal with them. If they maliciously did something or they weren't right in the situation, then God will deal with them better than you could ever think 
and we do not, um, you know, celebrate someone else's calamity, but God will let you see it. God, I'm, I'm telling you what I know. God let you see it when they're evil, when they do things like that. And what you do is you let go and you praise God that he got you out because you could have lost your life or things could have been 10 times worse. And, you know, there's so much that goes on behind closed doors like this lady's relationship. We don't know what happened during the marriage. You know, something very bad could have happened. But you have to pray and ask God to help you to let go and to let him do his work. And that's what you do. And you let it go. And you thank God that he brought you out, that he kept you. And that, you know, again, the woman seemed to have been doing well. So if you got out of a bad situation with your sanity, with your money, with your health, with your joy, with your peace, glorify the Most High God. Let it go. When we, see, this is the thing, and and sometimes it's very subtle, it's not so direct. A lot of times people don't realize is that they idolize other people. They really made this man or this woman their God. And so many times that happens when you got to go and you got to take a person's life or you have to try to hurt them by taking the life of the people that they love, then then you're in a very dangerous place because you have you you idolize that person. You have to again ask God to help you to stop to stop the idolatry because number one, whatever you idolize, whatever you idolize, you're not going to be able to have anyway. Is not going to happen. Then you have to make sure you're not trying to be a god or goddess to somebody else. God does not want you to ever be in that position. If people are rebellious and they, you know, you're trying to, you know, just encourage them or inspire them to have a greater spiritual life and they don't, the only thing you can do is let that go. You can pray for them, you can ask God to help them, but let it go because God wants you to have life and you, he wants you to have it more abundantly. And I'm one of those people, you know, I tell people all the time, don't play with death, don't play with taking your life because you don't know if the pain's gonna end on the other side. We don't know that. I've heard many people say things like, well, I just want the pain to end. Well, you don't know it's going to end. And then two, if someone, if she did this to get back at the husband, her last action on this earth was revenge, which is a very negative and dangerous emotion to have. And again, you have to ask God to help you let it go. Sometimes when we don't have, no matter what our relationship is with God, we may not initially have the right attitude. But what we do is we engage in working through it. We engage in working through that jealousy, that resentment, that pain, that anger, that hurt, whatever it is, we have to work through it. But we cannot work through it alone. We have to ask the Most High God to help us. We cannot simply do it by ourselves because sometimes the pain is so deep and the cuts are so deep and the wounds are still fresh. Something can open up that wound again but I'm telling you there's a way to let go and move on and when you have the flashback or you have a bad moment 
you're able to work through it and move on. And you know, I'm I I just sometimes I just have moments where I just praise God that I was able to move on, that God helped me to move on, because I've seen people just get stuck, and that's what maybe this lady happened. She was smiling in her pictures, but there was something in her eyes. There was still some sadness in her eyes. I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Street committee says it was a hit. The police said it was a murder, suicide situation. Nonetheless, it was tragic, unfortunate, and it really didn't have to happen. So ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do, let it go. If you're struggling with letting it go, ask God for help. And he will. I'm a witness, he will. He'll help you to let go. And, you know, and this is the thing that I love is the more you spend time with God and you truly trust him and you surrender to him, you begin to just accept that God knows what's best and that you don't see around the corner. You only see what is in front of you and you think you want this one thing or you think you want to be with this person, but you don't, there are things that you don't even see. There are elements of life in that person you don't even see. You just have to trust God that things are the way they're supposed to be for this moment and that God is going to bring you through and God is going to elevate you and improve the situation and you just keep praying and you keep trusting, you keep believing, you keep praising and you serve while you're waiting. You wait on God, serve, do the right things while you're waiting for God to answer your prayers and I'm a witness and sometimes it's tough you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest sometimes it's tough to be like oh you know God I need this house totally renovated and in your natural mind you can't see how everything is going to happen because you're just thinking okay well oh I can't I don't know if I can wait another three years you know that kind of thing but I'm telling you I'm still hang on still hang on to the miracles of God I just heard a great testimony and somebody was saying you know, how God just keeps providing for them. And sometimes it's just daily bread. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to plan, but your best laid plans can fail. We just have to lean in and lean on God. And that's just the bottom line. So I want to tell you that. Please forgive me for waiting eight days to do a post. I didn't even know that. And you all know I'm a full-time educator and I got to get back on the right track where I would do my pre-recordings and um, and maybe I need to do some short and sweets. I have a whole bunch of great short and sweets that I need to read and pre-record. May God continue to shower down blessings of everything you need and more in the name of Jesus. Have a beautiful evening. Take care. I'm Sheree Hardy, and this was Bad Thought Therapy.